Susan Felth, the Citizen Kane of podcasting. Modern man is confronted with so many movies. Which ones are films? And which ones are filth? In at number zero, it's the studio system. But it's okay. In anime, everyone gets paid exactly what they deserve. Everybody gets paid exactly the same at scale. It's egalitarian. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone gets paid the same for their 50,000 drawings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't really know what the the anime workscape is like, but I guess... Oh, dreadful. Really, really heinous. I would sure. I have friends probably, in the animation industry. <laughs> it probably was better for this production than it is for things that are made now, but I could be off completely off there. You think Pikachu uh, had his own trailer? This was like bubble Japan and it was the biggest thing in the world. So <laughs> it felt mm-hmm. it feels like there's some money dumped into this. I don't know if there were also a bunch of human souls dumped into it. Maybe. Probably. That's just how animation's made. Yeah. What is it? It's Pokemon, the first mood movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back. The first mood movie. I want to see a yep. mood movie. Yeah. Hi, it's Matt here. Hi, it's Luke here. Matt never misspeaks. So... It's Mark here. And it's Films and Filth. Okay, here. so here, here now <laughs> is Films and Filth. This here we are. Here. here we are. Born to be kings. Pokemon the first movie. Um, so yeah, I watched it for the podcast because I'm I'm the least pokey headed person here. Um, my memory is when it came out in the theaters in America, like we were going to go see the South Park movie. So we were like, and Pokemon the movie came out like, if not the same weekend, like real close. Or so look at those kids going to see a Pokemon <laughs> movie. We're going to see a South Park movie where they say dirty words that we're not saying on this podcast today. <laughs> uh- I was um I don't think I was really aware of Pokemon all that much when this came out in theaters but I never really watched it because I sort of just thought that this was going to be a Broly situation where Mewtwo was going to be this edge lord thing that didn't really fit in with Pokemon canon and it's sort of the case but it's not the entire thing No mm. okay that that's your interesting Luke has a bigger story I'm sure I saw this opening weekend in the UK as a, as a friend's birthday party. We all went and saw it. Um, but I was living and breathing Pokemon at that point, as I have done for basically the past 30 years <laughs> up and down. Um, at that point in time, and at this point in time, I would always choose to watch this movie over the South Park movie. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it just, it seems silly now because it's like, oh, a bunch of kids and South Park is relatively, I guess it's a different kind of juvenile, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. South Park is, it used to seem smart and cool. And I've now realized just how juvenile the creators are. Has anyone the, seen... actually everyone sucks attitude? <laughs> Part has, of the gr- growing up, I think, at least for, for me, it has been. Yeah. Whereas has part of growing up for me one? has been accepting that, like, oh, actually, it's fine to just like Pokemon a lot. <laughs> yeah, I well, say, I say that I never had that issue. A lot of my friends have that issue. It's a big thing that people are like into Pokemon as a kid, then in their teens they're too cool for it, 
and then they go back to being into it. And I never had that middle stage. That may be Disney here. I had that with mm, the Beatles. Sort of. I listened to Beatles uh, no, well, as it's, a kid. It's, and then during Grunge, the Beatles didn't seem so cool. And then later, they're cool again. It's not a country thing, Mark. It's a generation thing. We're all over Disney. Yeah, it makes sense. But but for also, my generation, Disney are just the enemy. <laughs> well, they also, take things we love and ruin them. <laughs> also, I mean, this is a weird thing to say, probably, but Pokemon goes a lot deeper than Disney does, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, even though you might not think so on the surface, but it's just that. Mm. Well, Pokemon, for one thing, as a consistent canon, it's not like every. It would Ish. be like if Disney only made Snow White movies, I guess. Uh, I mean, Pokemon. I think like the games, the anime, the manga are slightly different canons, but yeah, it has a an overarching thing. I mean, like, it's more of an insular thing, here. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's, there's it's actually a... there's a reason why this has interesting dark thoughts. Um, the TV show had yeah. You guys know about the Porygon incident, right? Yes. Is this the Matt... the seizure thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so all the studio people and big wigs and company people were dealing with that, and kind of left the head writer to do whatever he wanted with the first movie. And so he made a film ten times as dark as they would have let him <laughs> if they were paying attention. And then it ended up being, at the time, the highest grossing Japanese movie of all time. And so they let him do it again for the next two sequels. So the three movies written and directed, well, I don't know about directed, but written by like the original showrunner. Um, all, well, the second one's kind of, it's very epic and cool. And I loved it as a kid. It doesn't really have anything interesting to say. And then the third movie, it's like, they're all battling imaginary Pokemon that are created by some little girl because, like, she misses her dead parents and stuff. And it's all over the place. I mean, so, that yeah. sounds pretty anime. That's the That's thing. That's what is happens that... when you, you don't have the studio telling you, like, no, 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 just make a kid's film to sell toys. <laughs> well, the, the the plot is very anime. I mean, for lack of a better term, it, it is like classic anime, existential, mm-hmm. like, dread and who am I? What is, you know, you don't have a, a admittedly by the end Mewtwo just seems like I'm going to crush all of you and I'm evil. But at least at the outset, it's kind of like, who am I? What's going on? Which is hmm. fascinating because I guess we uh, should ask what version did everyone watch? Japanese. I, I watched it Japanese, uh, although technically the vacation, I guess, was in English. But hmm. well, this is the thing. I started watching it in Japanese and then realized everybody's names were different all the pokemon names were different and i was like uh-oh well, i should watch this in english and then i found out the english version has a terrible soundtrack so i was like <laughs> all right <laughs> japanese version it is yeah i'm looking here and it um this seems to be like one of the worst cases of the the japanese release was really well reviewed it's a thoughtful movie blah 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 and they put it out in america and the dubbing was so bad it ended up with like like I, I I know you don't like looking at ratings, but it's like seventeen percent for the American on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like something like eighty-five on for the Japanese version. Like wow, <laughs> that's all, that's also just partly like reviewers not giving it the time of day because it's a kids' film. Right, right. I mean, which is what I was doing at age eighteen or whatever too. Right. Mm. So, but yeah, definitely, <laughs> no, am... definitely the Japanese one is better. This was actually my first time watching it 
um, with subs. So I watched the English one in the cinema, watched it over and over for the past 25 years. Then uh, I've watched the Japanese one on Netflix and in theaters since coming to Japan. But in both of those situations, obviously English subtitles were not an option. Um, and then I watched it through <clears throat> legitimate means in Japanese with subtitles uh, for this podcast. Can you give oh. us the quick rundown of the of the tale of this movie? Uh, yeah, sure. Scientists hired by Giovanni, the criminal gangster leader of Team Rocket, are trying to clone Mew, the world's strongest and most elusive Pokemon, because the lead scientist thinks it will help him clone his dead daughter. Um, everything fails except Mewtwo, who was born and very powerful, and wonders why he was created. When he discovers he was created to be a tool of humans, he turns against them, tries to destroy the world. But first, he recruits the best Pokemon trainers so he can create a race of cloned super Pokemon. Somehow that includes idiot Pokemon lunatic Ash Ketchum or Satoshi. Um, and they get taken to Mewtwo's island, New Island, where they battle him. He battles Mew. Everything's very tragic. Ash tries to throw himself in the way of the violence. Um, is turned to stone, but then is saved by the Pokemon's tears in something which I think is only actually explained in the English version. Well, it's anime stuff, so in Japan you I, just get it, right? In the I, English yeah. one, there's a line at the start of the film where, like, you know the, like, dock lady? He's saying you can't go out in this storm. And she's like, oh, there was a storm like this once before, and it wiped out all the human life, but the tears of the Pokemon brought them back. So it's at least referenced. <laughs> Whereas in the Japanese, right. it's just like, oh, out of nowhere, they can now revive people with their tears. That's never been mentioned before. Well, that's the movie we need to see, I... where the human race is obliterated by a, uh, by a, and then brought back by the tears of the Pokemon. Like, everybody. So the, you know, I was talking about the writer who wanted to, who kept doing, like, way darker stories than anyone expected. His intention was for the movies to eventually culminate in one where the Pokemon rebel against their human overlords, and it ends with Ash <laughs> fighting Pikachu. <laughs> um, which obviously uh, they didn't go along no. with because you're not meant to look at Pokemon that way. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like for a while, Star Trek, 90s Star Trek made you think that the, the, the Federation was going to, like the Enterprise is going to turn against the Federation. It was like, that was not going to happen. That wouldn't mm -hmm. make any sense. Yeah. That was mostly in the movies, right? I mean, it, yeah, it, like Insurrection was like a small uprising very, against like it was one a very dude. tiny insurrection. I don't very tiny. The name tiny. of that movie may be the biggest flaw of that movie. It just doesn't quite make sense. <laughs> yeah, it makes I, sense. So this is definitely the first Pokemon movie. That's for sure. True. I remember when it came out being like, "Well, that's pretty audacious, calling it the first movie." How many do you think they're gonna make? They've made like 23. <laughs> <laughs> they it's were making a little, one a year until COVID. It's, I think, a little bit confusing that it's the first movie, but it says Mewtwo, which has a two in it, strikes <laughs> back, which yeah. would imply also a sequel. But mm. yeah, it's catchy. Yeah. I well, think also, when it came out, it's literally the same name as in Japanese, and they just, they just chose it because it sounds cool. Yeah. I think when it came out, I thought it was the second one. <laughs> And also for kids like me, like we knew exactly who Mew and Mewtwo were. That wasn't confusing at all because they're from all the Pokemon are from the games. Which which game did Mewtwo appear in first? The original, the original Red and Green, the first one. Oh, when this came wow. out, Red and Green were the only games. Wild. 
Um, well, I mean, I guess like blue and yellow are out, but yeah, there hadn't been a second generation yet. Um, in the Pikachu's Vacation, a couple of new Pokemon from the second generation, like Cameo, like, and that was their debut, and that was mind blowing. And then in the main film, when Ash fights that trainer at the start, he has that rolling Pokemon, that elephant thing. Mm-hmm. We'd never seen that before. That blew our minds in the cinema. So it was kind of <laughs> like Transformers the movie, but they were drip feeding it to you a little bit. And the difference was because it was like with Transformers, there was like a new Transformer every re- week, right? No, it was like, it was extent, very much season. There were, like, like there were new toys, yeah, and they didn't blow up all the original out. Pokemon. No, no, no. Yeah. But like there were <laughs> the idea of new Transformers wasn't alien. Well, Whereas yeah, Pokemon, the, the... the games came out. And it was like, yeah. there are 150 Pokemon, and that is how many Pokemon there are. So the first but, time we got new games in a new generation, that was mind-blowing. I believe, now it's old hat. Yeah, I believe that Transformers, the movie, was like the biggest. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was... Partly because they took an entire... You know how like the original was like... The original was a bunch lines. of Japanese toy lines crammed together. Like, all the blue the third ones time, they were a to whole make their new own. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... It was weird that there are a bunch of blue ones, but the blue ones were both good and evil. But oh well, that's a whole <laughs> other, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Now you could take this as a Rorschach test of whatever kind you want, but the part of this that stuck with me was the vacation. That's now, because the, you the, like vacation. little silent movies and stuff. The vacation Maybe. was pretty stressful. I mean, that should have been called Pikachu's team building exercise like, <laughs> retreat, because it was like. It was pretty. I mean, it's not as stressful as Mewtwo striking back, but you know, it's this is the you know. I wonder if it's because, as someone who hasn't spent much time with Pokemon, I needed to spend some time with the Pokemon, whereas mm. the uh, movie itself yeah. is too plot heavy, right? So yeah, and like you say with monster movies, too many humans. <laughs> yeah, well, I did. I did really appreciate. It was like a a nice cooling, like balm for my soul to just have the occasional thing where it was just a cut scene of pokemon just dancing just around. dancing and jiggling yeah, yeah. And they'd just be like bell sprout i'm like it's a bell sprout you know just uh, yeah that's good stuff and, and we're that... supposed to watch it first but i actually saw that last i don't know if that matters oh you spoiled it what <laughs> yeah i spoiled that's it joke. that's a joke okay, that's a joke yeah, yeah it is um that the pikachu's vacation did have a big impact on me as a kid because that's where I like developed my love for my favorite Pokemon. Which is Ebon. Oh nice. Oh, okay. There we go. Isn't that <laughs> isn't that his mother's skull? Yeah. Hell yeah. It's dark. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> you, you need to read up on Pokemon. There's some dark stuff. My favorite I is I can I recommend think... a podcast if you want to learn the lore about the different <laughs> yes, Pokemon. <laughs> I think my favorite is uh, wheezing or cough. Which one is it? Coughing or wheezing? Which it's one is coughing the... and then wheezing is when it grows like the second one on the side of its head. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's my favorite because they're like toxic and unhappy and have a skull. Mm-hmm. I guess I and still I guess like, they're... is it the, side like the trauma Pokemon? They're like this cigarette smoking Pokemon, basically. Yeah, Psyduck's Pokemon. And, and that, yeah, well, I'm saying that's because of oh, detective yeah. Pokemon, right? That's why no, I, okay. that one stuck with me. Okay, so I guess that's my favorite. Although I haven't played the game nice. so much, right? It's a great. Choice. That's quite a popular favorite. It's because it was the comedy one yeah. back in the day. It's mm. great. <laughs> I like the dumb one. I mean, that, I would of course be drawn to <laughs> He's that. A psychic. He can't be dumb. He's psychic. It's a dumb. Psych- they're you psychic. dumb psychics. Just because you can read just... minds doesn't mean your mind is that sharp. 
Well, you'll figure it out eventually. Mm. You'll figure something out. <laughs> I guess you at least learn, you know, you at least know how to do deception in that case, right? Because you're psychic. Mm. Yes. But I, yeah, the order was kind of nice, actually, because the movie itself is, like you said, so dark. So it actually, yeah, made like the vacation like kind of an aperitif, right? So mm. <laughs> I kind of liked it that way in the end, yeah. I think. Yeah, especially with the dead kid in the beginning. Like, I yeah, so people watch that, right? That wasn't in the cinematic cut. That was added for like a TV special in Japan. And it wasn't translated for English for like five or 10 years after the film. And so I never got to see that until way late. As in fact, I saw that at the prime opportunity when I was like 13 or 14 and a bit of an edgy teen. So like, oh, here's a cool edgy bit of Pokemon I haven't seen before. <laughs> was right up my street. <laughs> I think the movie really needed that and it would have been a lot. I think it would have been a lot more uh, one dimensional without it. Even though I can understand mm. not showing that to small children, but still. Well, the um the English dub makes Mewtwo way more of a cartoon villain. He's a lot more sympathetic in the actual Japanese. Uh, he's yeah. the, there's a lot more of just like, oh, I'm gonna destroy the world. <laughs> You're not match for my power, sort of thing. In the English oh. version. So. Yeah, here he's got more like a Dr. Manhattan vibe or, you know, David from uh, Prometheus or something vibe, you know, kind of mm. like, I didn't ask to be created sort of thing. Yeah, I I do really have to question his plan, though, which is just to copy a Pokemon and have a Pokemon fight because, you know, OK, <laughs> Matt, you haven't played any Pokemon games, but I played a little bit of Heart Gold and got notoriously got stuck in the first casino forever. Uh, OK, well, that'll happen. Um it's not a best not the best strategy to like throw the same pokemon as the other person and fight one mm. pokemon against the same pokemon especially if they're identical <laughs> but if I you have your cool boot like pokemon there was you know? some implication that his clones were superior but then once he had once it was like literally the clones of the other pokemon they seemed to be equal so i guess he yeah. just trained his original charizard mewtwo and blastoise there, really well there's a flaw <laughs> in his plan basically well, yes, tragic undoing. He didn't uh, learn how to make another evolution for them or Gigantamax them or whatever whatever yeah. he needed to do. Uh, yeah, he, how he many more movies does Mewtwo come back for? Uh, he's back for one, which is like a TV special. It's not like technically one of the movies, but it's like an hour long. Okay. And then one of the later movies has a Mewtwo in it, but it's not the same Mewtwo. Because this original writer technically has the rights to that character. The so Pokemon Company owns Mewtwo. They can chuck a Mewtwo in whenever they want. But this specific character of Mewtwo, um, he has the, the rights to. It's his original character. OC, don't steal. They didn't okay. want to be witty and call it Mew3. I was going to that was my next question. Is there a Mew3? <laughs> no. But there are mega evolutions of Mewtwo, but there's no Mew3. That'll All be right. in the next generation. Probably we'll not. See. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't expect me to say anything particularly insightful here. I'm like the third wheel that just responds. Is there a Pikachu <laughs> too? Oh, yeah, in this movie. <laughs> no. They just yes, don't, that's right. They just don't roll the names around as much, you know, because it, it doesn't roll off. He's the, the only one who's like he's the only one who's like a different creature, right? But yeah, I think at the start of the film they're called like Charmander 2 and Bulbasaur 2 and Squirtle 2 and 
whatever That's the girls right. called to. <laughs> whatever the girls I too. to. Yeah, there we go. I can't, well, oh, yeah. In Japanese, she's I Yeah, because in English, she's Molly or something, I think. I can't remember. Yeah. Some white girl name. Yeah. White girl, uh, uh, Karen too. She's Moxie. <laughs> she's got a lot of Moxie. They should let me name these things. <laughs> sure. You could, you're probably closer to the Pokemon company than I am. Go get a job there. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> uh, Luke, I assume you have a few soapboxes to stand on for this movie. Not particular. Um, I can't quite tell if this film is well regarded or not. I think it is looking in from the outside in 2023. Because, you know, yeah, I do. There's a hell of a lot of nostalgia for it, obviously. And um, especially Mewtwo's big quote at the end about, oh, I see now that the circumstances of one's birth don't define who, blah, blah, blah. People quote that, or the, like the people use that as their yearbook quote and stuff. <laughs> I mean, but I'm, like I'm, I listened to a podcast last year that was, it was called The Very Well, well, no, God, like four or five years ago now, called The Very Worst. It's one of my favorite podcasts ever, but it had like no listeners. <laughs> but they they watched all the Pokemon movies, but only one of them was actually like any amount of a Pokemon fan. And when it came time for them to like rate the movies, they would always put this one really low on the list. And I don't know if that's because it's actually bad or because they watched this one before they'd been desensitized to what these movies are <laughs> by watching 20 more of them. <laughs> so I'd always intrigued to see if they would still put it at the bottom of the list if they ever rewatched it. Um, but I think it does have stuff to say. I think it is a fun movie. I think it also, like a lot of franchise films, like Barbie this year, in fact, it wanted to say stuff, but the fact that it was a franchise film that still had to meet Nintendo's demands and sell video games meant it couldn't really say anything. So, like, it has the whole anti-violence thing, but then, like, of course the characters have to forget that, because they're going to go back to competitively battling on TV every week straight after. <laughs> yeah, I I think the only major complaint I have about this is the part where Ash just decides to jump between two godlike beings, <laughs> be like, stop uh, see, fighting, and kills himself. That's the love and he then has for the, his... The that's Pokemon exactly tears. in character for Ash, who is the but, biggest idiot who's ever lived. Yeah. But, the, but this <laughs> is the thing, Especially back though. in the early seasons. Regardless of that being the dumbest thing ever, it still worked on me. I was still sad. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's one I of the reasons something. I quite like Ash as a character is that basically his only strength is that he's really nice and he loves Pokemon. And I yeah. think that's appropriate for like the protagonist of the Pokemon anime. I mean, he's Luke like, and I regularly watch... He's not very Jap smart. He's not very strong. But he loves Pokemon. <laughs> and that's why he always gets to... Be friends with the coolest ones. I'd say yeah, Luke and, and his... I regularly watch, uh, you know, like Japan young Japanese boys do really dumb things. So it, it works. <laughs> we understand. <laughs> I, I still uh like like the I think the, the top contender is where we myself and, and Maddie within two minutes told a kid to stop jumping down the stairs and, and then the uh next jump down he racked himself. Ugh. Well, I mean And then he works... did it again like two weeks later, didn't he? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then they and then they rebuilt the stairway so you can't do it anymore. Oh, <laughs> it's like 
you'd think hitting your balls on a wall at 90 miles an hour would put you off doing it when you did it once. <laughs> he went back for another go. <laughs> well, the, the Ash dynamic works because he because Pikachu is the other half of that, where he's friends with the best, most capable, most competent, strongest willed Pokemon. So strong willed mm-hmm. that he won't even evolve. Yeah. He chooses not to. So yeah, that's a that's a good um, you know, good team dynamic. You gotta have a good like workplace dynamic for anime, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. This does uh this does definitely have the specific trope of movie from a TV series involves you are all summoned to a separate location. Mm-hmm. Like you all go to an island. Um uh, yeah, it's kind of like you're you not know. getting the, the the you know regular gasoline, right? You're getting that it's like the, a DLC, the, the weird voyage. Yeah, yeah. It's always like a DLC. So well, like, you go to this location. Mewtwo blow up at the end. Mewtwo and Mew is from the games, but it's like a little post-game coda in the games. Um, you can visit the lab where Mewtwo was made, and it's like burned down, and you read little diary entries and learn about it. Which is a really cool little bit of game for like a 1998 Game Boy game. Um, in that, in the game though, the cloning process is much more like real life. Mew gives live birth to Mewtwo. It's like a Dolly the Sheep type cloning. Whoa! Because yeah, the the guys making Pokemon back in the nineties were like just super nerds. Well, you can't put that in a movie. Yeah, yeah he has got to go a glass tube. <laughs> I mean, I guess if there was a criticism against this one, uh, maybe it works better if you did get in that first season of Pokemon, right? Oh, it's it's, and that's what it's made for, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, like just like Transformers, a movie. If you hadn't been watching a Transformers cartoon, it's not going to make any sense whatsoever. It might be slightly less like emotionally destructive if you haven't watched the cartoon. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've, yeah, true. This one does. I mean, this one, I'm not saying Pokemon doesn't make sense, right? I mean, I could follow. It's mm. got kind of that, a weirdly, like you said, a weirdly hard sci-fi kind of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, backbone to the story. So, yep. Well, I, I'd seen enough of this series. It's been a quite a while, but I got who everyone was and what their mm. deal was, including like Nurse Joy and whoever. I mean, you're saying, how is this regarded? I mean, I, you know, it's not going to, Rate against the '90s heavy hitters like Evangelion or something, right? But as far as an animator, it seems to be well regarded. Looking in from the outside, people are like, "Yeah, it's a good movie." If you watch the complete movie, I, I think mm. yeah, people are like, "You're like you said, if you don't get that prologue, you're kind of missing tonally a major part of it." I mean, there are definitely Dragon Ball movies that are worse than this. Oh yeah, there are a couple that might be. Are better, there any? But good dragon ball movies yeah the one with dracula in it is pretty great mm, okay <laughs> which coincidentally basically has goku fighting a giant pokemon the which... the only animes i've actually seen in japanese theaters i don't go out as much as luke for that so I, i've seen drymon movies on the big screen <laughs> mm. and that's that's it and that was like 10 years ago <laughs> well pokemon has a so the problem with anime movies i mean i mean when i say anime movies i mean like movies from a show like this right i'm not talking about like ghibli's or whatever they always do, like you said, Mark, they're non-canon. So it's never the main... It can't be part of the main plot. And Pokemon has the advantage, because it's all based on the games, the anime sort of tells the general week-to-week Ash Travels and Battles Gyms story, 
And then the legendary Pokemon they save for the movies, more or less. So there is some content there to make films about, even if it's not part of the main canon. Um, whereas, yeah, stuff like Dragon Ball, it's always just some bullshit you don't... Oh, there's me swearing on the podcast, <laughs> so I wouldn't swear. It's just something you don't care about, right? Pulled out of nowhere. Yeah, until uh, recently when um, yes, it yeah, was, Toriyama met- came, comes back. He makes the Dragon Ball movie that is canon. And then what happens? A series comes out and they remake the movie in the series. <laughs> except it's longer and more boring. Uh, <laughs> they did that for two different movies, which it's Incredible. it's been rough. It's been a rough time to be a Dragon Ball. Comp- I'm not even going to say fan. I'm just going to say someone who feels compelled to watch all of it. Maybe <laughs> that's the uh, opposite of George Lucas's, you know, like, uh, faster and more intense you know that, that his actor said that's the only thing he'd say to him so you know boring and more drawn out that's the that's the anime credo um well the other one i was going to bring up mark was the kimetsu no yaiba demon slayer uh, uh yeah, because not... that is that has usurped pokemon i think as the highest grossing movie because they put an actual arc of the manga into the movie makes sense so yeah the movie's Great part idea. of the canon and they sold a shitload of tick Tickets, right? Um, they caused a spike in COVID yeah. in Japan because they <laughs> sold so many movie tickets. I also, I, I think, think before that, Shin Godzilla had usurped Pokemon the first movie as highest grossing Japanese movie. Look, I've told that you about my right. uh, annual anime pilgrimage to the Grand Cinema, right? Is this to go uh, and watch with your daughter? No, no, she goes to watch the new Otsumatsu san movie. And then my right. wife and I sit in the lobby the entire time. Ah. Oh, right. Yeah, you, you have mentioned that. Yeah. I, just, I knew it had happened. I didn't know it happened annually. <laughs> well, at least two years running now. It happened again this year. I see. <laughs> and, I have and, not watched Demon Slayer. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, and this year, one of the students was all, one of our students was in the lobby and he was like pretending not to see me for like 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but he wouldn't leave the lobby. You could have at least gone next door and played Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should have done that. I think I went to the 7-Eleven at some point, but yeah. yeah. Also, what what day was it? Uh, Sunday. Okay, I was out hiking. You were out hiking, yeah. I, I was pretty sure you weren't there. Uh, Caddy quartered from the theater, of course. Um, <laughs> and these movies are only like an hour long. They're, they're, these, these are the rip-off animes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They only make it to a well, cool Pokemon, Pokemon is almost that. But they chuck <laughs> the detective, the like Pikachu shot in there, so it's not that. Right. Like, these right. movies are usually yeah. not very long. And some of the later ones, <laughs> despite being like barely 80 minutes long, still feel dragged out with like the same climax yeah. playing out two or three times. Like, <laughs> I do think this one and some of them are really good. They're not all good. <laughs> yeah. I'll, the Dragon Ball Z movies, I believe, are all an hour or 70 minutes or something, except for the the newer canon ones mm-hmm. and the broly movie is like 40 minutes of fighting it's this and that's the only bit i've seen i don't uh, care about the movie yeah i was like i want to watch ter- the fight it's like terrible it's terrible but then the the remade broly where it's now broly is now canon which oh, is that's, not that's, that's what i'm talking about yeah, oh yeah. that one's good you that's worth watching yeah. actually if you yeah, well, i watched the fights i'm not gonna watch yeah. the story now well those are you yeah you can go either way <laughs> Especially you, like the hand animated bits. It's like That's if you want to see a, 
a plot where Frieza is just trying to get the Dragon Balls because he thinks he should be an inch taller. Yeah, you know, I know. I have heard of that. <laughs> Toriyama's, since he's involved, he was never involved in the original movies. He actually is can write jokes. So, mm. you know, and they <laughs> did not make that in remake that in a series yet. But um, mm. anyway, that's way too much Dragon Ball talk. Yeah, if, you can talk about Dragon Ball when we're doing Pokemon the first movie. I think it's fine. That's a good point. <laughs> what basically, we... like Mewtwo is basically Freezer. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what other dies. character Mewtwo is basically? What was that? Do you know what other character Mewtwo basically is? Stalin? Uh Sadako. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Um the so the original Pokemon games map is based on the Greater Tokyo area, more or less. And the island where you go to where Mewtwo was made is literally the same real life island where Sadako was born in the Ring movie. Oh. Oh, so nice. he's it's a psychic character that was made by scientists on that island. Wow. And like, yeah, it was being made in the 90s when that film was popular. So I'm pretty sure it's a deliberate reference. Like, there's a bunch of that. Like, you can um, revive a fossil from Amber because the, they were watching Jurassic Park while they were making these games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, for sure. I mean, this came out, this was made right when the sheep was cloned. So it's definitely sort of inspired yep. by that. Yep, 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 yep. So what if we put Pokemon the first movie in a uh, Poke battle against Detective Pikachu? How, how does that play out? Oh, interesting. <laughs> so obviously I like seeing um, the live action element. And... Well, you're getting so very I different really Pikachu. Like... You're getting no Satoshi. I like Whatever. really like Mewtwo's story. I actually don't particularly like Satoshi or Ash's story in this film. <laughs> like he's mostly just an observer and then learns a lesson which he has to forget so he can go back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't I, really think it's a good film for its human characters. I'll go ahead and say Detective Pikachu. I like Detective Pikachu better because it does have that like existential crisis where you know detective pikachu is obviously not going to spoil it here but it's not exactly what you think he is i mean he's and, exactly uh, what i thought he was that makes sense i mean <laughs> you, you, you know you know by the end of the movie like there's yeah. tons of breadcrumbs but you still get like you get all the cool like pokemon spotting like in pikachu's vacation and uh mm -hmm. and it looks good uh, there are pokemon movies which i would say are better than Detective Pikachu, but this isn't one of them. Okay. Right. I am wondering if it's a nostalgia factor, right? Because I don't have it, so I'm straight up, mm. yeah, Detective Pikachu is better. It's just it's more palatable to, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um... Look, this, this, a lot of my love for this one is nostalgia factor, but I do think there's a good film here. I really love the second movie, but that is like 99% nostalgia. Because, <laughs> like, a lot of that movie is just birds screaming at each other and shooting beams. And when I say birds, I, I'm not being British and talking about women. I literally mean birds, like avians, screaming. <laughs> right. Pidgeotos. No, no, it's the legendary birds. Oh, okay. Never mind. I've shown shown my lack of knowledge once again. <laughs> now, the real interesting question, Matt, is which is better between this and the Digimon movie? Oh, I, I need to see that. I should have watched that before. <laughs> so the the individual short movies which make up the Digimon movie, at least one of those is definitely better than this. 
like it's the guy who went on to direct Summer Wars, which is basically a retelling of that film. But the American Digimon the movie, which is three short movies butchered and put together with the Scar soundtrack, (laughs) is definitely worse than this. Yeah, I guess. I feel much more sorry for the uncle I dragged to that movie than the friend's mum who got dragged to this movie. (laughs) I guess for me, um, the the animation of the Digimon, especially the first one you're bringing up, it has that like hyper real, wow, that looks just like Tokyo thing going on. Mm -hmm. And that somehow pushes it over for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, um, so I'm always. Digimon and Pokemon both have a very special place in my heart. In terms of the anime, Digimon has always beaten up Pokemon and taken its lunch money. It's <laughs> so much better because it, it has a plot and it tells a story and it has character growth. Um, one of the reasons being it didn't have anyone near as much money. So they had to write <laughs> because they couldn't just shove stuff in your face every week. But yeah, the character designs, obviously, that's where Pokemon curb stomps. Digimon a bit, right? Um, <laughs> there's a lot more consistency. Pokemon is made like by a game development studio with a very small team of artists who are very dedicated to creating a believable world. Digimon doesn't need to because it's kind. Its actual monsters are more fantastical in a way, so they can just do whatever they want, which does sometimes lead to Digimon having some really fun designs. But it also means that you can just have like dudes covered in guns and be like, "Yeah, that's a Digimon." <laughs> hey hey matt let me uh, share my screen or is it is it easy yeah uh i guess i mean i'm not going to tell you how to you just have to figure it out but uh you have, you to, have to you allow, have to allow to, me oh i have to allow you to okay da, 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 That's what yeah. He, yeah mark knows how to share a screen matt he was asking if it's easy for you to allow him make host rename spotlight <laughs> for allow to record put in waiting room remove sorry i'm actually having a i guess that answers my uh, question whether it's easy or not I guess not easy. No, not oh, really. Here because go. Matt is a boomer with this stuff. Here it comes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now Thanks. you can do it. Now you can do it. But yeah, I like the consistency. I just wanted to show you Pokemon, this. I guess I'm like, I see it. And I know that's a Pokemon, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A classic meme. <laughs> classic meme. Matt, would you care to describe it for the listeners at home? Pokemon's like a cat that evolves into a lion. And a Digimon's a cat that evolves into a Gatling gun on a refrigerator. Whoa. And well, it also a becomes a velociraptor. <laughs> for velociraptor. Yeah, I was I was trying to go with you know beginning end there, right? So okay, <laughs> yeah, that's everyone knows that's All how right. you tell stories: beginning end. <laughs> <laughs> Once upon a time, and they middles all are for the week. Ever after, middles are for the week. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's why we don't eat the cream out of the Oreo. What? Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to. You eat the cream try, first. Try Mark. That's what we call him because he's just try got mouths full of creamless cookie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so was really glad that Team Rocket was here. They were fun. Oh, they were always a delight. There was something like they named a bunch of Pokemon wrong because of some kind of error, but they decided to keep it in because the uh, writers figure that they probably I think would. that's only in the English, but yeah, they don't, they ah. definitely do that. There's the bit where the clones are coming up on the screen mm-hmm. and yeah. team rocket going like, who's that Pokemon? And they're getting yeah. a bunch of them wrong. <laughs> that was great. Did they not sing their song in this movie? No, there's a bit no. where they're about to. And Ash is like, I don't have time for that. Uh, <laughs> I had time for that. I wanted to hear the song. 
I don't actually know the Japanese one very well. It's not a song. It's just a motto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Japanese. But it's a really long motto, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, yeah, because Team Rocket exists to just chew up time during episodes. So they don't have to write as much plot. <laughs> they turn up. They do the same shtick every week. They spend like a minute reading out their motto. Then they try and steal some Pokemon. Then they have a little battle with Ash, and then they blast off into the sky. That's why I've never really spent much time. Like I've always thought, like oh, I'm going to go back and watch the Pokemon anime from when I was a kid. And then it's like, oh, for every one episode that moves the plot forward, there's ten where just the same thing happens. It's very much a kids TV show. Although again, Dragon Ball Z did that too, right? <laughs> yeah, but I like I haven't watched much Dragon Ball. I've read the manga. Ah, okay. And the manga's just always moving forwards. Mm. <laughs> because I remember the the anime of Dragon Ball Z. It's like, yeah, every ten episodes you'll get a battle, but then the battle will last for five episodes. So. Oh no no po well, well, Pokemon! It's it, I'm talking about like it's like Ampan Man. Mm. It's it's the same story in each episode. Right, right. Our heroes are in a town. Team Rocket shows up. They have a battle. Team Rocket leaves, and maybe occasionally he battles a gym leader or does something relevant. But most of the time, it's just like the fun of it is seeing a new Pokemon every week, and that was great when I was a kid. But that I can't marathon that on Netflix in the year of our Lord 2023. <laughs> Whereas sitting and rewatching a season of Digimon, it's actually a story. Yeah, I'd it's like... pretty rough to like rewatch Ninja Turtles, especially because and I remember I remember noticing this when it was new because I was, I don't know, 12 when Ninja Turtles came out. So I was sort mm. of a teenager, but Shredder is always the bad guy. And there is a specific episode where they're in some kind of like office building and they don't know what's going on. And then it turns out that it's Shredder. And they're like, what? Surprise. Like, are you kidding me? Anyway. Well, Pokemon plays that as a joke because like, it happens in this yeah. movie. Team Rocket yeah. always have a disguise and it's so obvious that it's Team Rocket <laughs> and the kids always fall for it. I mean, if you yeah. want to get into old turtles, you can find on YouTube a nice video of the uh, coming out of our shells tour. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I guess it's for definitely... me, the, the bad one is um, going back to Power Rangers. Where it's it's every episode like monster shows up, they fight it as humans. It's too tough. They turn into Power Rangers. It gets big. They fight it as robots. Episode ends. And then the movie makes a completely different set of mistakes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was the that was the line for me. That was when I was like, I am too old for this. When Power Rangers came out, uh, that's what like, our guest oh. said as well on the episode. Basically, yeah. <laughs> and the thing, you know, like, that's when he learned films could be bad. <laughs> <laughs> when it, well, the thing is, when I grew up, I realized, oh, I could watch Ultraman for for like days. I could just watch all yeah, yeah, consume yeah. them because Japanese uh, stuff is funny say, and the Canadian stuff from Power Rangers is not. I was going to say, all. have you tried watching just Super Sentai in Japanese? Because I've not done a little that. bit. A little bit. It's fun. Yeah, I watched loads of Power Rangers as a kid. I watched some Ultraman as a kid and I've watched some Ultraman since. The one I've never done is Kamen Rider, which ironically is the one that's actually the most popular in Japan. There's so there's so much of all of it. That's the thing. Is like yeah. I'd love to watch all fifty Ultraman series. <laughs> like I, it's terrifying. It's like uh, yeah, Dark Shadows or something. It's just well, so I, I don't watch stuff. So like yeah. twenty seasons of fifty episodes each is not going to happen when there's like <laughs> six episode miniseries that critically acclaimed that I haven't watched. You know? Yeah, I haven't even watched all of the Wire. Same. I watched like three. I watched up to a certain character dies. 
was about to mega yeah. spoil the wire. Well, and I was like, well, he was kind of the most interesting one. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once you get Elon Musk's Neuralink, you'll be able to watch all 50 seasons of Ultraman in five seconds. When I want to get Elon Musk's Neuralink, I'm going to plug myself into the beating Elon Musk to death simulator and relive it over and over until I starve to death. <laughs> like a holodeck addiction. Is that a hunger strike? <laughs> no, I'm just going to I'm gonna forget to eat and breathe and sleep because I'm going to enjoy punching Elon Musk's stupid little face to death over and over. That disturbingly sounds like when I get really into a JRPG like Persona 3 this past week. <laughs> I did forget to eat a lot playing obsessively playing playing Persona Three, which is kind of like not neither of you guys have played Persona games, right? I'm aware of them, but I've not played one myself. I don't really JRPG. Do they have a spin-off? There's sort of a Pokemon oh, Persona sort of is a, a spin-off, but also yes. it has like three spin-offs. What's yes, the spin-off? Shin Megami Tensei is the I played that. series. No, no, Persona okay. is a spin-off of Shin Megami Tensei. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, the, there there are new, there are still Shin Megami Tensei games coming out. There's also soul hackers which is a spin-off and there's soul hackers too and there's like three other spin-offs and persona has like a bunch of spin-offs where like you could play dancing games and fighting games anyway it has sort of a pokemon-esque aspect to it where you kind of get these personas which are weird demon things and you fight with them mm. um i like kind of i'd kind of want to make you guys play persona 4 because it's like a japanese small town and i think both of you would enjoy it but i have no idea how to do that within a podcast format I played Devil Survivor. Is that close enough? Uh, I don't know. Devil Survivor? That's in Tokyo, though. It was one that well, I. Persona I, I, 5 is Tokyo. As with my gaming, all the games I've played were on the DS. <laughs> well, it's, DS did have some Shin. Oh, yeah, it is a Shin Megami. Yeah, Matt, Matt played Shin Megami Tensei on DS. So there you go. Right. It is a different spinoff. It is a tactical RPG? Anyway. Yeah, it was good. a tactical RPG. It was fun. I liked it. One day, I want to figure out how to stream DS games. And I'm going to fire up that copy of Heart Gold that Matt didn't finish and see if I can finish the game just using his team. So you can get out of the <laughs> casino. <laughs> uh, it, I think... you, you just turn around and walk out. It's not that it's a difficult. Yeah. Matt just got addicted. Because <laughs> you have to guess which boxes. The little boxes... Minesweeper game with the Voltorbs. <laughs> I... I will wager that it's probably pretty easy to emulate DS games if you have like a drawing tablet for the bottom screen or something like that. Oh, my, yeah, well, this game basically just uses the buttons anyway. My issue yeah. is I not that I don't want to emulate it. It's that I want to specifically play Matt's cart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think there's like a fancy capture card you can get. Or you probably could clamp it down in front of a camera and do it that way. But that's... I might just end up doing oh, that. Oh, <laughs> Hey, look at this. <laughs> Yeah, ask me in a year when I find out how to stream things because I should because I need money. <laughs> well, as someone who's streamed a fair bit and made no money, but yeah. you have to put in like the hours. <laughs> my problem yeah. is that to stream at a sensible time in the UK involves playing at 5 a.m. my time so that oh. I'm kind of quiet and sleepy and don't talk much in my streams. <laughs> oh, man. So I'm thinking I fall asleep I just... playing sometimes. I, that, has, that did kind of happen when I first started doing it. A couple of years back, what if, so what I'm, if I'm wondering if I should just rejig it and just do them in the evenings? You know, they can be lunchtime streams for folks in the UK. Sometimes I put myself to sleep playing the bass because I got a P bass. It's like keyed in to be real fat. And this happened Monday where I was playing it and just like I started falling asleep on it because it's just like rumbling your head so much. 
base, base, biscuit, base, buttery biscuit, base. Exactly. And then you're, you're like, find yourself napping. So mm. it's fun to go. I mean, you don't keep it, you erase it, but it's fun to at least go back once on the playback and find the spot where you did fall asleep. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so Pokemon for me as a 90s kid with that nostalgia. Like, I like the games. I enjoyed the animes. The thing that keeps me coming back is just that if I was going to live in a fictional world, that's the one I'd pick. Like, I want to live in a world where everyone just lives in harmony with nature and is friends with cool magical monsters. And I can go around battling magical monsters and that can just be what I do with my life. Yeah. What is the equivalent for, like, you guys who are that little bit older than me? What was... Because I, I, like, I enjoy Transformers and I enjoy Ninja Toidles or whatever. But I, there's no, like, I don't want to live in that world where it's basically just our world, but sometimes a fucking Decepticon destroys you. Well, so, I what's mean, the world I, that you guys want to live in? Oh, boy. I, I want to be on do... the Enterprise D, right? I think that goes without yeah. saying for me. <laughs> All my, everything that comes to mind is bad for some reason. I'm like, I want to live in Metroid. No, I don't. That's no, you don't. Nightmare. <laughs> but absolute nightmare. Transformers, yeah, kind of do. But it also, you know absolute death like, i love i would i want to be friends with a robot but i know that it ends with me getting crushed by one <laughs> uh i don't know tron maybe tron you don't want hmm. to live in tron that that'll also bust you up yeah well but okay, you'll, be, tron you'll just have to you'll just have to gladiator <laughs> game things <laughs> i guess i was I'm never much of an escapism person i guess um, you get a cool club in tron legacy of course right with daft punk yeah, but the thing is, is that my parents were both kind of introverts, so I didn't get to go to a lot of places. So I would just be like, I just want to live in Epcot 1986. Yeah. I went there once. It was like the only real vacation I took as a kid. Go or, one year or, later, then you'll get the Living Seas open in or the 80s, 80s mall or something. Mm. 1980s mall. Because I've always wondered if it's just the you guys lived in a slightly less doomed world than my generation did when you were kids. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So I think our generation wanted to escape more. <laughs> yeah. I... Like, you know, Pokemon and Digimon was the number one thing in my life when 9-11 happened. Yeah. I'd, I'd say when 9-11 happened... My main memory of 9-11 was that I came home on my on my birthday <laughs> and I wanted to watch Digimon and it wasn't <laughs> oh, no. on. Because oh, all the no. stations were just playing the news. <laughs> What's like, we have the largest airport, one of the largest airports in the world here. And Matt and I used to just go to the airport and hang out because you could just do that. You could just go to the airport at night. Remember when we like pushed each other on wheelchairs down the um, moving sidewalks and stuff? <laughs> and they like, still had the creepy robot voice on the train at the time. Like, I just want to live there. Can I just live where I could hang out at the airport? Well, um, partly that the is. Doors are opening. That is what Pokemon is, because the game was created yeah. to recreate growing up in an earlier version of Japan where Tokyo still had greenery and you could go out and catch bugs in a net all day. And yeah, it is designed to create a nostalgia for a time, you know, before the world we live in now. So I guess and it's not that different what I what I'm imagining and what you're imagining. And really, I mean Tokyo Tokyo now gives me like nostalgia for what new york was like 20 years ago or 30 years ago without the crime still yeah well the, cri <laughs> well the crime of course i'm not nostalgic for the crime like i remember when i was a small child we went to the subway because we were like we're gonna take the subway and a train pulled up 
and the entire train was just completely just caked with graffiti and we were scared and left (laughs) (laughs) that's just it's like 1983 or something like that. Yeah, when we like went the, down the train there, just subway. having graffiti on it. It's... Yeah, it was scary. It was just, I mean, Atlanta was relatively much smaller, uh, like Podunk town compared to, like, it's not. It's it's Atlanta has increased in size by like 30 fold since mm. then. But, um, and Matt, we, your I mean, friend did get mugged in New York, right? The the class president was trying to buy a fake ID on the class trip and got mugged. <laughs> Okay, um, <laughs> I, I was I was trying to remember which one was that and which one was "Give Me Your Christmas." <laughs> <laughs> "Give Me Your Christmas" is a band band story. I think Mark remembers this one. <laughs> I vaguely remember that. That was our when Gravity had finished the show and uh, Chad Chad's a bass player. Is that yeah yeah um, and um yeah someone held him up and and said "Give Me Your Christmas" because it was right before christmas <laughs> no the thing that kept us out of the new york subways um was we went down and there was a guy like talking to his dead cat so like just like normally so we All thought right. maybe that's a good thing to like not explore further maybe his dead cat was a pokemon yeah. you don't know yeah maybe okay <laughs> well, it was like i know i understand this now as an as an adult that when we were in new york we were only in like upper manhattan the entire time we weren't getting into most of it mm. one the of the that... later pokemon movies mm-hmm. it has a scene and i need to rewatch this because i'm mostly going on what i heard in a podcast where ash gets like put into a coma or put into a dream sequence or something where he wakes up in school in like the normal world without pokemon and basically goes up to the roof to kill himself <laughs> 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 And I'm like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> Me too, bro. <laughs> yeah, I guess if I if I woke up in a world where there were no animals, I guess that would that would be pretty horrible, right? Yeah. No, 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 no animals, no trees. I, I, I'm trying to think of like a metaphor for that. No I mean, friends. Movie Silent Avatar. Running. Silent Running. The movie Silent Running. I haven't seen it. I'm sorry. Avatar, okay. right? He's like, my planet has no green anymore. Mm. that's why the yeah. humans have to get gone right yeah i Kill guess we'll find out how bad it is in avatar 5 that's one where they the navi go back to earth and yeah blow it up fight to us <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah I, I, I genuinely hope that it is just like humans are the villains and the navis are here to finish us off <laughs> i'm on board with that As a, Any... a part of me is worried that it's going to go the direction of like oh no actually she's gone too far and jake has to you know, both sides have their points. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I want to just see the humans are the bad guys and I want monsters to wreck them. Any human I want to see whales cutting off as Navi. many people's arms as possible. Yeah, yeah just <laughs> whales like going into Earth's orbit and crashing onto the, like on top of cities. I think that's, yeah. I think that's been done in some sci fi before. <laughs> Seems like something. Well, it's basically been well, done in Pokemon before. <laughs> I mean, space whales, wasn't that like Final Fantasy, the spirits within, weren't there space whales and that that were blowing things up? Am I, am I, that was more like space anyone? ghosts. Yeah, yeah they're melting people's brains and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Final Fantasy X has like a big god whale, I think. Ooh, god whale. Never finished that one. Should I've never bad. finished a single Final Fantasy in my life. I've really only finished six. I, I finished probably will few. finish 16 if I play that because it's basically a 
Devil May Cry game. <laughs> I'm, from what I've heard, it basically plays itself, but it's also great. So I, I do want to play. Well, they literally they literally got platinum in to help them do the fighting. Oh, okay, cool. Oh yeah, I started playing Bayonetta. By the way, it it does. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You've told me great. before, but I still love hearing. Oh it. yeah, it it. Uh, my computer died like halfway through the first stage, and my new computer. Now I'm going back to it. So yeah. nice. Still good. Lots of giant things to fight in that game. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. I'm I'm seeing where this rates on the on the films and filth scale. We have a six point two, which is, I guess, not the worst. I mean, that's one where a bunch of people are just like, you know, don't like Pokemon. You know, one star. I'm sure. Also, even Pokemon fans will be voting it down because they're like annoyed at the translation and stuff. Hmm. Yeah, well, it's higher rated than most of the other ones. Pokemon the movie 2000. Uh, there's some nostalgia chucked on there, I guess. 5.7, Pokemon Heroes 6.0. So, yeah. yeah Heroes it, is one of the left ones. It is kind of regarded, it seems to be regarded, at least on here, slightly slightly above. Um, what kind of review do you want to hear? You want a, you want a good one? You want a bad one? Uh, Matt, I want you to find me a 10, and Mark, I want you to find me a 1. Okay. That Got makes it. Sense. <laughs> okay here we go with power we might have with power oh whoa that one's too long we're not reading that one <laughs> the others are too short there's some that are too short here okay oh, i found one. a long one i'm gonna do go ahead okay it's a good <laughs> movie for kids that's why old people don't like it duh Either that, or there's a, <laughs> either that, or there's a bunch of people who wanted this movie to be so low rated because I just saw the ratings. And the reason why this movie got low rates is that a lot of votes rated at one versus another bunch of votes rating at ten. It's a conspiracy or something. Yeah, that is why I hate user reviews on. Yeah, I was, I was sitting here. Luke, did you write this? <laughs> Maybe you said, "Well, you want me to find your ten? I don't know. First off, the movie is mercilessly chopped to avoid any controversy. Okay. For example, the part true. where scientists tell Mewtwo that only God and the humans can create life. I mean, there were a lot of things that would have helped the movie. So the one we watched, you know, didn't have that. Even so, the American version is not that bad, except for the soundtrack, of course. Uh, you Are you sure you didn't write this one? <laughs> also, I like the soundtrack. Uh, no, for the American version. Yeah, I like the soundtrack. Oh, you like that one. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm super nostalgic for it, so I don't care. Right. <laughs> also, there's not good old evil versus good guys movie if you pay attention to the story you'll see that Mewtwo is just a confused guy who didn't want to be evil after all he realizes that his life is more important than superfluous things like being a clone or whatever I just want to say the three, 3 3.2 oh okay so it's gone up it's in gone people's up esteem yeah this is 2006 hmm. uh, 4 out of 5 found it helpful yeah so it's it's skyrocketed I guess because in the past 15 years um, yeah, the second simply become it's, yeah. And it's become like a acknowledged like part of the zeitgeist, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a cultural staple at this point. Yeah. So it's, you can't just say it's like a, a kid thing and run away with your hands. Well, I mean, people, when, when the, this film came out, it was like the height of that first wave of Pokemon popularity. I'm sure people did think, oh, this is a fad and it's going to pass. Yeah. 3.2. And I mean... in a way in the West, it did. Right. Mm. It went away for a while there oh. and sort of came back in the DS era. Yeah, uh, they were still I, making the games, but they weren't the top of the world anymore. I mean, I guess we Whereas have I feel like in our, Japan, it never. We have movies on our regular list that will probably eventually 
bop up a bit, you know, because it's just getting modern hate before a uh, reassessment or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, probably not in the spoof movies, but but they're there because those are in the limelight for being bad at the moment, right? So because it's like, oh, yeah, like what you guys are we doing talking about with um, Plan Nine, right? People, people, it has a reputation for yeah. being the bad film, so it gets put in there. Or like we said with um that Dungeon Siege movie in the name of the King. It's actually fine. It's a decent little movie. But because Uwe Boll is given that reputation, people go in and review that like it's as bad as his other films. Yeah, it's going to be part of the joke. I could see looking at that in like 10 years and say, that's ah, up to like a 5.5 or something, right? Because mm-hmm. that, that stench People have got on board of just judging Uwe Boll films for internet. I, I kind Thanks. of wonder if... I kind of wonder if some people's capacity to tell themselves something's bad before they watch it I think there are definitely people who go in who can just oh, yeah. make themselves hate something before they watch it and they watch it and they're like, I hated it. I was right. And that's it. And, and as we discussed in the uh, Dungeon Siege episode, we have not yet gone full bowl. You know, that one was not mm-hmm. in his backyard. So maybe we won't be so nice to him when we get there. But hey, start with the we'll best see. and do the worst later, you know? I, I'm of the uh, mindset that he's kind of fun at this point. So we'll see if he can uh, change my I mind mean, on that. You know, your first Beach Boys album could be Pet Sounds or it could be um, Summer in Paradise, you know, so. But like, would you be really that mad if you've never heard the Beach Boys ever and just heard that out of nowhere? Would you Summer be in Paradise mad? makes everybody mad. Okay. <laughs> okay. Does that have Kokomo on it or something? No, it's 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 all copies of Kokomo. It's like 12 copies of Kokomo <laughs> done with like the first version of Pro Tools. <laughs> Should be called the Beach Boys play 12 versions of Kokomo. Using anyway. a primordial Pro Tools, right? Okay, Mark, I guess you I gotta... deserve All this right. for making Matt listen to a lot of games chat. <laughs> 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 All right, so this is pretty interesting to me. Uh, this is dated six January two thousand, so we know it's European. Uh, the worst movie of nineteen ninety nine, so coming right off of nineteen ninety nine, by Callista. Technically, I never went into the cinema. In hindsight, the animation of the movie was the biggest annoyance. As a 14-year-old, I began to further understand the meaning of the generation gap. Knowing it would be terrible as a person who dislikes Pokemon and everything associated with it, I was dragged into the cinema by avid friends. Before five minutes was up, I felt my intelligence had been insinuated by mindless adolescence. I further learned the meaning of diversions, and I was bound by agreement not to walk out of the cinema. I did attempt to go to sleep, but the cinema seats were too similar to that of an aircraft. In the end, the surround sound of the little kids laughing kept me awake. I think it was the popcorn that kept me going. Often I found myself laughing aloud at the hilarity of the velocity of idiocy. Although I hated the movie, there was one good thing about it. Despite simply animated creatures attacking each other, whether or not it was against their will, they realized the importance of speaking against violence and the ongoing continuance of problems not solved through fighting. For the values that should be instilled in children, if it takes something as far-fetched as this for people to realize it, this is something worth commending, despite the fact that I walked out of the cinema for the first time in five years." Due to the current craze of this movie, I can hardly believe this was a movie that grossed 100 million U.S. dollars. It was the first animated movie I've seen in the cinema since The Lion King. I hope these people are not trying to be the next Walt Disney because the title, Pokemon the First Movie, has terrified me to my very soul. I could hardly recommend this to anyone. Surely children deserve better. Grown-ups from 8 to 80 had best beware. When the next movie is released, I will be staying well away from the Pokemon excitement. 
At least I lived to tell the tale. Rating, 1.5 out of 10, increased for moral values, 0.5 out of 10 otherwise. Two out of nine found this helpful. Mm. They they really wrote. Oh, that, you're didn't so they? smart. Big words. Good job. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, what an absolute di- disaster I mean, piece. Which they is wrote it as 14, hard, and that was exactly how a fourteen year old would write when they tried <laughs> to sound smart. But still. <laughs> That's that. This is what I come to IMDb for. <laughs> this is nonsense. This is why I avoid the internet and comments for. <laughs> But it's, it's fun because I don't agree with them anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I, I've never read a heard a IMDb review that someone wrote that hard. You know. <laughs> you do. I remember often seeing reviews of the Pokemon movies in like general film magazines or game magazines, being like, Oof, "The animation, you know, one minute of a Disney film has more frames than this whole animation," <laughs> and it's like, that's basically not true in the case of the films like you could say that about the tv shows they don't use quite such cheap techniques in the movies but also like animation everywhere uses some like cheats and techniques it's like that's such a just a token this is what you say about anime when you want to slag them off line i think it looked great and so did pikachu's vacation looked great i mean for what it's worth but there are definitely episodes of the TV anime where there's like barely any animation. Yeah, and also <laughs> that's how, that's how they crank from... out fifty of them a year, right? <laughs> yeah, and from a modern perspective, like the last couple of animes that I've watched have basically been studios that were stretched way beyond. Like Chainsaw Man was, the, yeah, that studio, whatever that studio is called, was like they they have like a huge, massive crunch problem. And if you look at their like mm-hmm. the list of stuff they've made, like five of the greatest animes in the past ten years, so it's just you know they're just being destroyed. Um, yep. But God, that series is so good. I can't wait for more. Well, that's why Attack on Titan is on like the final season, <laughs> the final chapter, part two, or whatever. That's so crazy. I keep I keep saying like, oh, that's the final, the second half of the final chapter of the final season. And I think did that start airing in like 2011? I mean, I I fell off of that series. And apparently, I watched the first season of the anime, and then I was waiting so long for the second season. I read the entire manga, so I've already seen the ending. So, would you recommend I go back to it if I want to watch the anime? Oh, yeah, yeah. it's really good. It's really good. You should see the ending. I I remember loving the um the first season, but I feel like it was such. I feel like that was so long ago. It was like I was a different person. It um, what's really good about it is that as the story goes on, it's such a different thing. That I was still loving it, but for completely different reasons. Hmm, cool. So I mean, in 2025, we're getting Attack on Titan, the last word. Oh, you know what we should do? No, what I we get should the last do eventually, word. If we mm-hmm. need to chuck a bad film into the list, we should do the live action Attack on Titans that were made by Toho. Oh, boy. <laughs> I I tried watching the live action Full Metal Alchemist. I made it about 30 minutes in. And there are very few good live action. Anime. I've heard as an adaptation of Attack on Titan, it's absolutely dreadful. But if you just mm-hmm. watch it as its own kaiju movie, apparently it is quite fun. Uh, apparently the One Piece live action is great, but I haven't Yeah, seen I've heard One that Piece. from literally everyone. So That's what yeah. I've heard. Well, Also, people are saying it's like, if you struggle to get into One Piece because it's too long, here's like a nice yeah. abridged version to get you into it. And then lots of All people right. I know have watched that and then gone and started watching the anime or the manga. So 
Maybe this will I, be what finally makes me a One Piece person. Yeah. I know there is, I think unofficially there is a very heavily edited version of the anime out there. Yeah, it's called but... One Piece. All right. <laughs> very good. Um, But yeah, I, oh, after watching Dragon Ball Z, I was like, that's it. I'm not watching anything that long ever again. And I, and I haven't. And what, One Piece is like even longer. It's like three times as long. It's And it's not done. <laughs> and, and I mean, I since then I've watched Hunter Hunter, which is like 150 episodes, and that was very uh, efficient and great in in comparison to Dragon Ball. But that that was also like from 10 years after, so it's yeah. I've heard Hunter Hunter is a little more like um, what's the word? Apparently, it does for like Shonen what kind of Evangelion did for Mecha. Yeah, very much. I mean, the mild spoiler, but not really. There is a character who basically goes like Super Saiyan, and it turns out he did it for no reason at all, and he ruins, he destroys his body and ruins everything. How <laughs> and, dare uh, you tell me that? I'm sorry. Uh, well, it, you know, <laughs> it, it's not really a spoiler because I didn't say when and I didn't say how and I didn't say who, but mm. that alone is hilarious because, you know, <laughs> I, I highly recommend if you're looking for. Something 150 episodes. Medium, <laughs> medium. Life. That's short for an anime. Man. Well, I mean, even well, is like 24, so it's not that short, yeah. but One Piece is like 900 issues and it's not done yet. Yeah. And the yeah. best, the, my favorite thing about One Piece is telling One Piece fans that when they find the One Piece, it's just going to be the friends they made along the way because <laughs> they all hate hearing that. <laughs> well, it's sort of like, um, I know Blackbeard confirmed the One Piece is real. <laughs> It's sort of like idea. Venture Brothers, where like the the Venture Brothers kind of sort of answered the mom question finally at the end. Mm. But it's like there was no way that was going to be satisfying. There's no way that anything. There's no way the One Piece is going to be satisfying. There was no way that mm. the end of Game of Thrones was going to be satisfying. Like you can't you can't do that. That's a trick you can't do. You can't just string something along that that much. And I hope it is the friends they made along the way because it might as well be. When my <laughs> nephew is three. He was notorious for making his mom play the One Piece theme on loop in the car for like a full year. That's also <laughs> no. the year I saw Jurassic Park 50 times because he come up to my room on Mondays and make Jurassic Park. <laughs> so a few weeks ago, uh, my daughter wanted to watch oh. Jurassic Park and I kind of tapped out quickly. I'm going to say that's the reason Matt has decided he doesn't like Jurassic Park. All of his actual reasoning he gave me was like pulled out of his ass. It's just because he had to watch it fifty times in a year. <laughs> I don't sense. dislike it. I just don't. I don't like it quite as much as I guess the. Oh yeah, you're incorrect. Yeah, the, it's not my favorite Spielberg. But it's, yeah, you're it, incorrect. Right. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it exactly once. I think it's perfect, but it's also not my favorite Spielberg. So you're also incorrect. What's your favorite Spielberg? Jaws. No dinosaurs. Incorrect. Not a, I mean, Jaws is sort of a dinosaur. People. The sharks are older than dinosaurs. You might actually hate Jaws, Luke. I'm I'm curious if you ever do get around to watching it. It's a lot of guys. Is it on, on our list, Matt? We have to watch no. the bad Jaws movies. Okay. Well, but we'll do <laughs> yeah. Jaws as a bonus episode when we get to that. I guess. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. might you might hate it because a lot of it is just surly New England guys on a boat. I don't I don't dislike that. A lot of the best monster movies you don't see the monster much. You you might love it. I'm I'm curious. We'll we'll get. To I'm gonna someday. hate it because I'm I'm pro shark. <laughs> and Jaws well, is like the reason people mean the sharks. <laughs> yeah. 
But I mean, this shark does get a lot over on some people. I like it. He's a good smarty. You know who was eaten by a shark to bring us slightly back on topic? Pikachu? The creator of Yu-Gi-Oh! What? Yeah. I mean, he's dead? years ago, the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh! was killed by a shark. Oh, I think I vaguely remember this. This is like very recent? Yeah, a couple years ago. Wild. How insane is that? (laughs) That is very insane. We should wrap this up. We haven't talked about Pokemon for like 20 minutes. Okay. Uh, Do you want to do a thing then? Yeah, this is Films and Filth. It's a podcast where the original plan was we were going to listen to do podcasts about the top 100 and bottom 100 films as rated by IMDb. But because a good number of those come from the Hollywood studio system, we're currently avoiding being scabs by not promoting any of those. Hence why we just did a Japanese movie. We got some independent movies, etc., etc. Should the Japanese animation industry be on strike and unionizing? Yes. Are they currently... No, so we're going to keep doing podcasts about them. <laughs> Although it seems that the, the half of it, the WGA seems to have possibly uh, found well, their deal. We'll see. We'll Is that see. the writers? The writers, we'll yeah. See. So yeah. we'll see. Okay. Um, anyway. I just I want go- Dune to come out. <laughs> I, I, I have mixed feelings because I do kind of want to keep putting my own movie, my own movie choices in, but well, like also, the I'd reason like we work. started this podcast instead of the old sci-fi sanctuary was because having a format might mean we get listeners, and then we've <laughs> dropped the format. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get back to it eventually. <laughs> hey, Hollywood writers love a plot twist. Mm-hmm.